All right, y'all, before we get started, let's give some love to our sponsors, and that means our good friends over at distilleryproducts.com. They are some of the leaders in laser-edged glassware, and guess what? When you work with them, you get them at wholesale pricing. I'm not lying. That's a heck of a lot cheaper than you're going to find anywhere else. Reach out to me. I would love to get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicky, and all the good folks over at distilleryproducts.com. They are where we get our glassware from, and chances are most of the distilleries you go to use them as well well they have awesome glasses besides just the glen feel free to reach out to me i will get you in touch with them and then you can go on their website browse and see for yourself check them out distilleryproducts.com Today's show is also sponsored by our friends over at Orca Coors, who are ready to help you make this the coolest summer ever. They have something for everyone from American-made, lifetime-guaranteed hard side coolers to stainless steel whiskey barrel tumblers that are going to elevate your drinking experience. Some of you may have seen on social media recently, we just got a new cooler. His name is Willie. He is going to come with us whenever we go visit distilleries. Thank you to Orca for giving us that. The cooler is super cool. I love it. It's hard. It's barely Airproof means I can't even get into it. It's going to keep whatever is in your cooler cold for days. It will retain ice for days. And those whiskey barrel tumblers, man, they are. Su- it looks like you're actually drinking from a whiskey barrel. What better way to be the envy of your barbecue by either getting one of those coolers or getting one of the tumblers? People are going to come over and go, man, where'd you get that? You're going to say Orca. Use code DADS20 for 20% off of your order. That is code DADS20 for 20% off your order orcas there for all of life's adventures get an orca and take them on some adventures with you if you want action get in on the action with action 247.com that is tennessee's only sports book by tennesseans for tennesseans and holy crap it is the final four ucla are playing lights out number 11 seed ucla is taking on gonzaga on saturday as well as houston is taking on baylor this is going to be crazy at this point it is anybody's to win and that's why you should go to action 247.com and get in on the action the whole entire march madness tournament get 40 percent back if your team loses on a buzzer beater the max refund is 25 for the final four bet 25 dollars on any game and get a 25 dollars free bet use code dads 100 and they will match up to a hundred dollars of your first deposit that is code dads 100 they will match up to a hundred bucks and of course baseball is back get a 50 percent loss refund on any first inning bet the max is 20 bucks but use code dads 100 at action 247.com that's all you really need to know and now it's time for the show Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad Streak of Bourbon wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Are we going to gel better tonight than we did the other night? I don't know. It's definitely apparent. You need me to have that icebreaker cold open so you can warm up the vocals and not have to scare people for a minute. What do you mean? Uh, hello, hello, it's John. No, I was just trying to 
I feel like sometimes I come in too high. I need to maybe come in low. I was just trying something out a little new. But the funny thing is, is every single time I tried to do that for the past couple of minutes, whenever I went, hello, hello, your screen froze. Maybe people don't like that I'm doing it because your screen just froze again. Might not be the people, quote unquote. It could be the computer software like, oh, Jesus, he's doing it again. Abort. Abort. What people don't realize is that we really did just have another 30 second lag from me doing it again. It's a sign, John. I know I'm going back to the old way that we opened for the next show. What we're doing this week, we talked about it before. We had the Larceny Barrel Proof on our show the other day. Today, we are going to do the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof A121. We are sorry we didn't get to it sooner. It's my fault for going to Disney. It took me a while to then get the sample up to Zeke so we could split it up. That is all done. Zeke has it. He's drank it. I've drank it. Let's talk about A121. First launched in 2013, the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof series consistently delivers on quality and craftsmanship worthy of critical and consumer acclaim. This is from the Heaven Hill press release. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof showcases the foundational aspects from which the full Elijah Craig family enjoys success as a small batch of 12-year-old bourbon. Non-chill filtered and uncut, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof deserves all the natural esters and taste components from the barrel to the bottle. So editorializing here for a second, yes, this is age-stated 12 years. It is on the bottle. I checked. You may also notice a few other updates to the packaging. So Barrel Proof now graces the bottle decoration under the Elijah Craig logo and the label more clearly displays the proof, alcohol by volume, and batch number. So this is 123.6 proof. And can you make that ABV, Zeke? 123.6. Can you divide that by two real quick? Yeah, 62.8. 61.8. But close. Uh it's close enough it'll work in a pinch that's like pharmacist math i do math most of my work day when i'm not working i turn it off that's like pharmacist math right there like oh yeah that's 30 pills like sorry you got 28 or 32 there's a plus or minus there you're allowed 10 percent on each side anything you want to talk about i mean this is really 60 to 70 bucks for this pour well i think maybe not specific to this pour but at least to the best of my recollection, we haven't uh, touched on the fact that coming out this year will be Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Single Barrel Picks. I am very, very, very excited about that. I hope we get one. Not likely. Um, no, I mean, I, I haven't heard of anybody in this market securing one yet, but from our friends in other markets, there's a whole lot more no's than there are yeses. Uh, I will say, I, at least from what I can halfway confirmed at least a hearing at least for this year of the program the picks will be eight-year barrels so that may be something of note to anyone that's interested that's about the only uh i guess nuance i've heard about these that would be blatantly different from the the normal ecbp other than obviously it being a barrel and not a batch well i would take an eight-year of this in a heartbeat love to get one but we'll see So Elijah Craig, if you're listening, I mean, Max and Kate seem to like us a lot. We would love to come do a barrel proof pick. Maybe we do one with Max and Kate and then you sell it in the gift shop. We would be okay with that. I don't know. There was also some hubbub in the past week or so about a Bernheim 
I think it's meant to be more of a personalized labeling other than a pick. I think some folks interpret it as a pick, but from rereading the the TTB uh, filing on it, it, it looks like it's part of uh, once they get the what is it, the Kentucky Heritage Center? You know what they call it? Yep. Once they get that reopened, uh, some portion of it will allow you to um, at least bottle your own bottle of uh, Bernheim, kind of like, um, I guess, at Michter's where you can do your own bottling, what I understand, or, you know, Bullet, at least where you can print your own label. Looks like you'll just be able to, to print a custom label that'll go on the front of the bottle that says bottled by so-and-so, but then the, the side standard font reads that it's going to be part of the, you know, Kentucky Bourbon Heritage Experience and part of the tour there, et cetera. So I don't think Bernheim picks are coming. Uh, I think that's just going to be one of the unique things you can do there. Well, that'll be a good time. I mean, I know Michter's, a lot of people have fun bottling bottling there and obviously makers i mean dip in the wax that's a fun experience i know bardstown bourbon company is having an experience where you can go bottle something so i think people realize that tours will only take you so far there's only so many times you can see a still and a fermenter and a warehouse and then sample something i think distilleries are getting more and more creative as to how they do their user experiences especially in and around bardstown i am uh very interested to see what's going to happen well plus just being hands-on uh you know from a a sales aspect you're, you're much more likely to, to buy something that you know, you were able to, to craft and, you know, quote unquote, kind of assemble yourself versus, um, you know, a t-shirt or whatever or trinket kind of stuff might be hanging around the walls. This one has a, a bit of a personal connection to you. Absolutely. And that's one of those things that people end up putting on their wall, especially when it's a Bernheim. You can get Bernheim regularly at the store. It's more of the experience around it that is more special than anything about that bottle would be compared to another bottle on the shelf, right? Like you could get another Bernheim easily, but actually bottling that one and putting it in yourself, that's one that you can look at and kind of, I don't necessarily advocate trophy bottles that just sit on your shelf, but like that one, I get it. I think it will be barrel proof as well. So that might make it unique. I don't think there's a barrel proof Bernheim out there, is there? Oh, if that's the case, no. I haven't seen one yet. Okay. Sorry. Had a random ADD moment there. Well, let's talk about this Elijah Craig barrel proof. Did I tell you already that this one is 78% corn, 12% malted barley, and 10% rye? I said you did not, but thanks for that information that I did not pay attention to. Perfect. All right, Zeke, tell me what you thought about this one. Nose-wise for Mr. ECBPA121. The first thing I really picked up, it just reminded me of freshly cut, but well kind of aged or dried out firewood. Uh, like I say, not wet wood by any means, but definitely had just been cut. All the aroma was coming right off of that, uh, you know, like a stack of wood or something. A couple of times it was a tad bit musty and then also getting a little deeper into it. It, it really kind of reminded me of cherry or of some other, you know, wood of a fruit tree variety. Palette wise, granted, you know, the proof's on the sample, but I didn't overly pay a lot of attention to that. Um, in my mind, I'm just kind of thinking ECBP. And I thought it was pretty soft at first. Then, um, you know, more than anything in the mid palette, I picked up just what I felt like had to be just char from the barrels. Towards the back, it, it was fairly thin. I, I think the biggest thing that I thought was, um, you know, kind of missing in action was simply uh, sweet elements. And, you know, without being overly specific, because 
to me, if it's not there, you can't really describe it, obviously, but th- there wasn't anything that I picked up overly sweet to describe. And that definitely threw me off a pretty good bit. Anything else you got there? That's all I got thus far. That's so funny because I had a little bit of a different experience. I, I still got a whole lot of cherry on the nose and caramel and just fruit, but mainly cherry on the nose. The palate, I thought it was thick and like the inside of a candy bar. Like it was just like that nougat caramel type, like thick, like it was just super creamy for me. I thought it was a full mouthfeel. Like I enjoyed it. I'm not seeing what you got here. I do agree with you that there is some char in there. It's it's an oakiness, but it's a burnt oak. It, it's not oak like some of the other Elijah Craig's are. It is very much a char that's in there, kind of mid-palate to the finish. But I thought this was a solid pour. I did. I mean, I don't think this is going to be the whiskey of the year, but I don't think this is a bad pour by any means. If you see this on the shelf for 70 bucks, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. If you see it on the shelf for 60 bucks, you're going to be even happier. I mean, I'm not going to disagree there. I just think, um, granted, it's been, you know, other than I think really when, uh, you know, we get the the three times a year different batches of this, it's probably been that long since I've seen an ECBP on a shelf to buy and pick up. So maybe it's just I've been that long without drinking it somewhat regularly. It definitely seemed off from what I remember of these. I liked it. I thought it was thick. I thought it was creamy. I thought there was a little fruit there. Like, yes, that char's there a little bit but i didn't get a thin pour off this one at all which i almost wonder if it's um you know kind of a perception of the singes too because normally you get at least part of what carries that kind of feeling across your palate is going to be the proof of these things but it at 123.6 i mean it's no lightweight but it, it's not throwing haymakers at your head either so i i think uh, i definitely don't have a, a memory of the oak expression being as noticeable as early on and carrying throughout the palette uh, from previous releases. Absolutely. Either way, enjoy it. It's not an oak bomb, but I would say it's at least oak forward uh, for, for an Elijah Craig barrel proof uh, small batch. Yes. I'm going to buy it. If you see it. If I see it, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> now that we've had both A121s, I know which one you would have thought you would have liked the most, but which one did you like the most? Oh, no. We got a side-by-side. I forget last year's. I said both A121. Oh, oh. Larceny. Oh, sorry. I'm following you now. Probably the Elijah Craig over the Larceny. Just, I, I like the fruit, the, the dark cherry mouthfeel a little bit more than that Larceny. I mean, the Larceny price is a little more appealing, and I don't know. I I like the Elijah Craig barrel proof just a little bit more. I tend to not gravitate to the weeded as much as everybody else does. Oh, me either. I think we may have to blind these or uh, I will reveal that I, I did go 50-50 on these in a blend or what I tried to ad lib at 50-50. Now that's not a bad adjuncture mixture. I'll try it. I'm just saying, buddy, you, you got to uh, re- rethink how you drink when you mix these things. So are you saying you would take the Elijah Craig over the Larceny or you would take the Larceny over the Elijah Craig? Man, I don't know. Um, I'm interested to see what would come out of the wash in a blind because in my mind, I think I would always say Elijah Craig, but I could see this tricking some people, especially if you weren't in an oaky mood. You could be an oaky dokey. It's not an okie dokie. It's a whatever from uh, Florida. What's that thing? Too late. I can't think anymore. I don't know. 
Find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And thank you to Heaven Hill for sending us over that larceny earlier this week and this Elijah Craig. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.